0: Welcome back to our High School Sports Report, our Louisville edition here on ESPN 680. And uh, week number two of the high school football season coming up this Friday night. we got PRP playing at Valley, Manuals at Fern Creek, Moore plays at Tate's Creek, at Shawnee at Eminence, Fairdale's at Bullet Central, Fort Knox plays at Holy Cross, Wagner at Iroquois, Ballard plays at Jefferson Town, Kentucky Country Day at Atherton, Butler plays at Mail. Two teams that open up with victories last week, Southerns at North Bullet and Trinity play plays at my old stopping grounds up in the Carmel, Indiana area against the Greyhounds coming up on Friday. And then on Saturday, Doss is at North Hardin, St. X plays at Lexington Catholic and Western will play Meade County at North Hardin High School. So that's the high school football schedule for week number two. And as we mentioned, we did uh, mention male playing host to Butler coming up this Friday. Male coming off a very impressive win over Floyd Central last Friday by the tune of 62 to 16. Davis Maddie throwing for four touchdowns and Ellis Kane running for three so that was uh, seven of our of their scores in their big victory and we're fortunate to have with us tonight a male high school head football coach uh, Chris Wolf. and coach welcome to the show and uh, congratulations with a great start to the season
1: thank you I appreciate you having me it, it was a good start and the kids uh, we worked hard this summer it always feels good to start off with a big win like that
0: because you really when you start a new season with new players and what have you sometimes you just never know what to really expect
1: <laughs> uh, I am so nervous for that first game. People don't realize uh, because you just haven't done it before and you don't know what to expect. Anything can happen. And until you see your guys execute on a Friday night, you just don't know what you're going to get.
0: I think you have high expectations for this group because uh, there is some talent there, uh, some young talent, but also some experienced ones as well.
1: We do have high expectations. We we had uh, just a few starters back. We really only had four starters back, but – I think most people know the story that our freshman team last year was 9-0 and and uh, was uh, loaded with talent, and those guys are now sophomores. And we had a good uh, class above them that are going to be juniors. And so the vast majority of our 22 starters are going to be sophomore juniors. I think we're starting probably seven sophomores right now. And we only have one senior starter on the line. We have three total seniors starting on, on offense. So, uh, But a talented group, like you said, but uh, still inexperienced, so I'm a little a little uh, concerned.
0: Did you keep the freshmen together as a class then last year?
1: We did. We, mm-hmm. we knew we had something special, and we used them on Friday night just to get them a feel for it and spots. But we wanted them to have that special 9-0 and season uh, and go through the year. And I think it really helped them because they come into the, their year as their sophomore season varsity, and they don't act like sophomores. That's the thing. These guys – are much, uh, very much competitors, and uh, they are not um, shying away from the Friday Night Lights at all.
0: It's a very athletic group, so did you change things up to match uh, your athleticism at all?
1: No. Uh, the One of the things that was a big advantage for us last year is we were able to implement exactly the varsity scheme at the freshman level. Mm-hmm. We ran it to the T. Uh, we had the varsity coaches working with them. My offensive coordinator, Ty Lawson, was working Uh, was the head freshman coach. So he would be the head freshman coach, and then he would be on the headsets with me on Friday night. So they didn't miss a beat. When we got to spring practice, it was like they were already had been returning starters. That was a huge advantage. And I can say in 15 years of coaching, that is uh, pretty rare. It's hard to get the freshman in sync with the varsity just because usually you have different staffs, and and guys are used to coaching what they're used to coaching. And even though you might be – uh, running uh, a spread formation. The guy likes to run the eye formation. He's going to slip it in on you.
0: We're talking with Mayo High School head football coach uh, Chris Wolf and uh, talk about the young man who's uh, running the show for you this year. He's, uh, he's going to join us and we'll be talking with him coming up shortly.
1: Yeah, Davis Mattingly. Davis, uh, we had a competitive three man uh, battle for the quarterback spot. We had uh, Will Edwards, who's a returning junior in the same class as Davis. Uh, he's a different type of quarterback, more of a runner. Played receiver for us last year until he got hurt. And Hayden Shelton. Hayden was the freshman quarterback that we just talked about, team that went 9-0. and And Hayden is a great passer and has got a great future too. So the three of them competed, and we just let them compete. And uh, that was the beauty of it. They're all competitors. And uh, late in the summer, Davis started to take the lead. At, I think most mostly started to take the lead at the U.K. passing camp. Uh, we made it to the semifinals, and Davis really started to – come into his own a little bit there. And so he got a little heads up. And then uh, when we went into camp and put the gear on, he still looked good. And the scrimmage uh, looked fantastic. And then, of course, the first game, 14 of
0: 16. Wow, that's pretty 300 good. yards
1: and four touchdowns. Amazing.
0: Wow. Yeah, I asked him so what happened on those two incompletions. You said one was actually complete, but he caught it out of bounds. That's huh? right, yeah. He didn't
1: miss by much on the
0: other one either. <laughs> okay, uh, who who joins him now in the backfield?
1: Uh, well, we have Ellis, the two, we had three starters back on offense, actually four starters uh, Houston Sparkman's the center, and Marcus Smith at guard. And that's it on the line. But in the backfield, we had uh, Marquis Northington, who's been a, a starter for us last year, and Ellis Kane. And they rotated in the backfield. Now Marquis has moved out to a slot receiver, and Ellis has taken over full-time at tailback with Tyrone Wilkerson. And we feel good about having those two guys back there. So we're still inexperienced back there. Uh, but Davis has some real weapons. On the outside, Avery Haynes, who's a senior track guy, and uh, Keon Wakefield, who Keon's been offered by UK, And then in the slot, the other slot is Ethan Britton. He's here with us tonight, and Ethan uh, had a 51-yard catch in his first varsity Mm -hmm. start from Davis uh, Friday night. So we have a group that can really play and can make plays. How
0: about on the defensive side of the ball?
1: Well, defensively, we we returned five starters, so we have just one more starter. Um, We have the Malone twins, Mike and Malik Malone. Uh, They're both our captains. They've been our captains since January. We didn't even take a vote. Uh, all, we started uh, winter conditioning, and they were running the show. So this is one of the first times, I think, in uh, my coaching career that we didn't have to vote for captains. They were they were the captains from January on. Uh, so Malik and Mike, uh, Malik plays linebacker, and, and Mike plays uh, strong safety. We have uh, Marquez Evans, who's a returning starter. He plays at, at free safety. DeAndre Coleman and Tyrone Wilkerson will play at the corner spot. Uh, at the other safety spot, we have Eric Palmer and uh, – um, Evan Bibb, who kind of rotate in there. The other inside linebacker, we were on a four-two-five, so you hear me saying a lot of DBs, but the other inside linebacker, Stephen Miller, who's a junior. And then up front, we've got the sophomore, Marcus Davis plays defensive end, a sophomore defensive tackle, Paul Blinko, a junior defensive end, and Anthony Cummins, and finally, our only senior on the D-line is Edward Moore, who's a fantastic player.
0: What would you say probably impressed you the most in your win against Floyd Central the other night?
1: Well, I think the biggest the biggest thing that I was impressed with, honestly, is Davis's. I knew he was accurate, but until you see it on Friday night, uh, the very first play of the game, it was a twenty seven yard completion to Keon. Davis stood in the pocket. Um, the left defensive end, our our defensive left, the defensive right came through inside, and Davis delivered the ball right when he was getting hit in the ribs. Stood in the pocket, threw off the front foot, and uh, later in the game, he did the same thing. And really to be a special quarterback, you see it on Sundays, but at the high school level, you don't see guys that will stand on that front foot, take the shot, and finish with their delivery. And uh, hopefully he continues to do that. But that's a big-time play for a high school kid.
0: Should get a good test now coming up this Friday when uh, Butler comes to your place.
1: Well, Butler uh, is going to give us all we want and more. They have some skill guys. I'm watching on film, their offensive line or or their receivers, they miss a few blocks. And these guys make four or five guys miss. I know the tailback number two. I think his name's Joe Brown. Um, he is fantastic. So our, our biggest concern, and, uh, and it's something we worked on quite a bit today and tomorrow, is just being able to run to the ball and tackle. Because I fully expect us to have to have uh, two or three guys at the tackle to make the play because these guys are explosive. They have an explosive quarterback, by the way, too. I think he threw the ball 70 yards on film. But he's actually a runner too, so uh, we're going to have our hands full. So our guys are really prepared. They're really digging down this week. It's a hot week, so uh, it should be an exciting game. We're looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, your district uh, looks uh, looks pretty strong again this year, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it follows me. I was, you know, I was at PRP mm-hmm. when I was at PRP. I had mail, I had manual, I had Sainax, and I had Butler. Then I leave PRP and I come to uh, mail, and uh, then they put Sainax. Trinity, and Manuel in my district at uh, mail, So it might be something that I'm doing. But, yeah, we when we get to district play, we're going to have our hands full. Uh, but th- that's just the way it's set up uh, for whatever reason. Um, I don't know how that <laughs> came about. The geography hasn't changed in 20 years, but apparently somebody started counting things differently, and uh, the four of us ended up together. But uh, that's just the way the cards are, so uh, we'll deal with them.
0: Do you think there's maybe a little bit more parity, though, in the high school ranks here in the city this year?
1: Um, you talking about it in six A? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the the facts of the matter are we're we're a school with seventeen hundred kids, but we have eight hundred and fifty boys. The two private schools both have fifteen hundred mm-hmm. boys, and and uh, I know people don't want to talk about that, but that's the truth of the matter. And, and those are the numbers when you have twice as many boys. Uh, year in and year out, you're going to be better. You just have a wider selection. That's simple math. That's not going to go away. That's that's something that's inherent to Kentucky 6A football. We have two monster schools as far as football is concerned, um, and it makes a, a bigger difference in football because you've got so many more players. Mm-hmm. or basketball, just five guys, you can put the five guys together and it'll, it'll be a lot more competitive. So I, I don't know about the parity part. I just know about my team. This is a special team. And we're hoping to make it interesting in 6A.
0: Yeah, in Indiana this year, they uh, changed things up, went to six classes and took the top 32 from Class 5A and moved those up to uh, to 6A this year now. So.
1: Well, they you know, they did that to us, but and, every, and there's only 32 in 6A. But uh, when you take male to St. Axe or male to Trinity, we're still half their size, their boy population, and that's not going to go away. But there's nothing else they can do about it because if they don't have male playing, Sandex and Trinity, who are they going to have playing them? Because there just aren't (laughs) schools that size. So Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is. It's not going to change. Um, I don't see mail and manual combining anytime soon. I know they were were together, I think, in 1970. That would be about the only time you could have a public school the same size as a private. So uh, luckily we've got a a good group in the sophomore, junior, senior class, and hopefully uh, we can make it interesting in 6A.
0: How about the weather? Uh, is it a concern for you this week?
1: It is because mm-hmm. you guys know that it's been so cool mm-hmm. here the last few weeks. So amazing how quickly we forget what it's like to practice in 90-degree heat. So we were out there today, and I don't have any pads on it. I was like, this is hot. So we, we did short practice today. We got off the field in two hours, uh, which is short, by the way, and uh, <laughs> got them inside. Uh, so we, we cut out some things today and, and just had a, a focus period on, on what we did felt we desperately needed today. And, uh, but, yeah, it is different. The guys know it's hotter. we got, you got know, longer breaks and whatnot. Um, so it's going to be a hot Friday night, so we've got mm-hmm. to be ready for it. So we gotta, we've got to get out in it a little bit anyway.
0: How much emphasis do you put on special teams play?
1: Well, every coach will tell you special teams is critical, and I have a story about special teams. I spent two weeks recruiting a kickoff guy who's on the soccer team, So Friday night, he was in my class when school started. Uh, His name is Caleb Bays. And Caleb finally on Friday said, Coach, I'm 90% sure I'll come. come." He has never put on a helmet or shoulder pads, but I've had him out kicking, and I knew he could do it. So he shows up, rides the bus with us Friday night, and uh, puts 6 out of 10 in the end zone. Uh, (laughs) So I can tell you, it makes you a pretty good coach when you have a guy that can put it in the end zone. So I spent two weeks just recruiting, uh, and that paid off more than spending two weeks trying to scheme on kickoff team.
0: <laughs> coach, great talk with you. Uh, congratulations on the nice start. Uh, good luck to you this week now when, uh, when you take on Butler at DeMille High School.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you. All
0: right, that's Chris Wolfe, the head football coach at DeMille High School. We'll talk with a couple of his players uh, coming up right after we pause now for these messages on the High School Sports Report, Louisville Edition. And we're back talking uh, high school football here on ESPN 680 as we're being joined now by a couple members of the male high school football team. We start things off with quarterback uh, Davis Mattingly. And Davis, your first uh, varsity start uh, the other night against Floyd Central. Uh, how nervous were you going in?
2: I wasn't too nervous going in. I was a little bit, but I was I was pretty focused going in, so it was pretty good.
0: And as Coach mentioned, you got off to a pretty fair start, so I imagine that relaxed you in a hurry, huh?
2: Oh, yeah, really quick on that first drive once we scored on the end. It, it really got me excited for the rest of the game.
0: Talk about your offseason because you made great strides during the offseason. What are some of the things you worked on?
2: Uh, we worked on footwork as quarterbacks, moving in the pocket, moving away from the defensive rushers. We worked on our accuracy. We would put up a square in a net and throw at it as much as we could every day. We would work on our routes with the receivers and timing, and we just worked on making our reads and reading it correctly, reading the defenses, how they're gonna, where they're going to come from and everything like that.
0: Nice to have some of the skilled people you have to surround you, huh?
2: Yeah, it's great with every with all these players on the outside, like Keon and Avery, like Coach said, and then we got our slots as uh, Marquis and Ethan, and then running back Ellis, and he's, he's just doing great right now with his three touchdowns the other night.
0: Have you set, uh, maybe for yourself and for the team, any goals going into the season?
2: Well, of course, we want to we go all the way to state and win the state championship, but we got to take it one game at a time right now. Focus on Butler this week. I think it's a big game, so that's our focus right now.
0: What do you know about Butler, and uh, how, do, how do you think, think they're, they're going to defend you now coming up on Friday?
2: Uh, I think it's going to be a real good game out there. They're going to know a lot more about us than probably Floyd Central did, but... Hopefully we can uh, get past that and we can make plays on them.
0: Got some good school spirit, uh, people talking about male high school football?
2: Oh, yeah. Everyone's talking about the game Friday night. Everyone's excited. We're all excited. It's going to be great.
0: Hot weather, is that? Uh, that's not going to bother you, is it?
2: Hopefully not too much. <laughs> we'll be hydrated all day. Mm-hmm. we got our hydration stations where we can go throughout the school and get our water, so we'll be ready for game time.
0: Just keep those hands dry, too, huh? Yep. <laughs> How about uh, you know the, the the plan going in? I mean, you'd like to you know, would you th- like to throw it about as many times as you did last week, or does it all kind of depend how the what the game dictates?
2: We would like to throw it about as much as we did last week, if not a little bit more, because we didn't get to run all of our plays less, as much plays as we wanted to. But um, we really we really wanted to keep it about the same, hopefully. But the game will probably dictate it.
0: Well, Davis, uh, congratulations on your great start to uh, fourteen out of sixteen last week against Floyd Central. About three hundred through the air in your nice victory, and uh, good luck. Uh, good luck against Butler coming up on Friday. Thank you. All right, let's uh, turn things over now to one of his uh, receivers, uh, Ethan Britt, and uh, caught a touchdown pass last week. And uh, Ethan, talk about uh, the TD play. How did it all come about?
3: Oh uh, well, it was a uh, great protection by our line to give Davis time. great call by Coach Wolf. The defense really fell for it. And uh, I just got past the safety and Davis threw a great ball and it was a walk into the end zone.
0: What type of a receiver are you? Are you more of a possession type of receiver, deep threat or how do you, what do you envision out yourself?
3: Uh, I'm more of a possession type receiver. I'll run the probably the shorter routes and catch the ball, try to get upfield. I'm not one of the deep threats really.
0: Got those good hands, uh, those third down receptions. are awfully big to keep those drives alive, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, what do you know about Butler? How do you see the game this Friday night now?
3: <laughs> uh, I know, like Coach Wolf said, they have a lot of great skill players. I know they're going to be a, a big challenge for us. But I think, I think we really have the talent this year to pull it through, and I think, I think if we play our best, we can definitely beat them.
0: Do you have many players that go both ways on your team?
3: We have, we have some. We don't, mm. have, we don't really have any that start both ways. Uh, Tyrone Wilkerson, he plays running back for us and corner. Uh, a few other players. Mm-hmm. How
0: about yourself? Uh, what uh, what goals do you have uh, in mind out for this season?
3: Really, uh, my goal is just for our team to do well. I, I know that we have the talent to go undefeated, and if we play, if we come out our best every Friday night, we can win every game.
0: Oh, not, uh, nicely put. A couple of great uh, great young men. Uh, again, uh, Davis Manley and uh, Ethan Britt and uh, guys, congratulations uh, so far, and good luck this week. Then, thank you. All righty, male high school football off to a one and zero start, and uh, taking on Butler. Also a one and zero Butler, coming off their win over Fern Creek last Friday night, uh, going at it at uh, Male High School coming up on Friday. So. That uh, wraps up our second uh, uh, feature of our new show, the uh, High School Sports Report, uh, Louisville Edition. And uh, once again, we bring in uh, Matt Dennison. And, uh, Matt, uh, I think uh, people are excited, and hopefully we can uh, build on this now tonight and uh, really get uh, get things moving here.
4: Well, what an opportunity to hear from a first-class program here mm-hmm. in the city of Louisville-like mail. And, you know, we want to remind listeners, we look forward to bringing you the story from many, many schools and many, many sports. We're, of course, football-heavy in the fall months. Look forward to being with you throughout the football and fall sports seasons, but we're going to be here as well in the winter. Of course, we'll be heavy basketball, girls and boys, but we want to recognize all the sports and the great accomplishments here in Jefferson County. High school sports really strong in this area. Let's talk just briefly about volleyball. Assumption is the number one team in the preseason poll that came out a week and a half or so ago. Really, 12 of the top 25 teams in that poll are from either Jefferson County or the Metro Louisville area. Uh, a big win over the weekend, continuing on volleyball. The Jefferson County Public Schools Volleyball Invitational Championship was held Sunday at the Mid America Sports Center, and number 15 ranked Eastern they won over Butler, uh, two sets to one, to win that championship. And it's the first time uh, I believe in seven years that Manuel has not won that. Really, a pre-season telling type tournament at Mid-America. So that's a little bit about volleyball. Sticking with football, Christian Academy senior wide receiver Chad Llewellyn was one of 27 players named to the All-Madden team for his performance during the All-Madden mini-camp that was held July 26th through the 28th at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. And moving into field hockey, Manual they defeated Assumption 2-1 to in a thrilling overtime game on Friday. It was the championship match of the Stick It to Cancer field hockey tournament at Kentucky Country Day. The third-place game, it was won by Ballard by a 5-3 to three score over Mercy. So a lot of great happenings in fall sports across the metro area. Again, Greg, looking forward to being with you uh, each week as we cover high school sports, maybe like never before in the city, and really, really excited in the coming weeks to be bringing you a game of the week. We'll probably be on later in the football season maybe even the postseason here on ESPN 680, and then also continuing that coverage in to the basketball season featuring some of the top teams and games in Louisville. And, bro, that's really exciting Mm -hmm. to think about getting these kids and coaches on the airwaves much, much
0: more often here in the city of Louisville. Oh, I think it's terrific. Uh, and a reminder, uh, Cincinnati Reds baseball coming up uh, shortly at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, we'll pick up the pregame show uh, in progress. Uh, the first pitch, of uh, the Reds and the Cardinals. Uh, game two of the series coming up at 8.15 tonight. So, yeah, we want to thank uh, Jerry Wyman, the Director of Activities and Athletics, uh, Jefferson County Public Schools, along with Male High School head football coach uh, Chris Wolf and a couple of his players, uh, Davis Manny Lee and Ethan Britt, uh, for being our our special guest here tonight,
4: well, Greg. I want to take an opportunity to thank you as well. What a rich history you have in Indiana high school sports, and it's something we've mentioned a few times throughout the program. But quite a—I followed your career, quite a professional—that uh, you have been covering sports really in the Kokomo area for many years. And we are thrilled to have you here in this area to be part of our team as we produce this high school sports report, Louisville edition. And as I mentioned, Greg will be the primary play-by-play voice of our game of the week and seasons to come. So thank you for a job well done and a strong commitment. Not just here in Louisville, but throughout your career to high school sports and athletics.
0: Well, I stayed at it so long, I was hoping to eventually, finally, someday get it right. They said, I almost <laughs> got there, so I'm still working, still striving for that right one. So
4: well, we're, we're thrilled to be working with you, Greg. <laughs>
0: Well, again, uh, that, uh, that should wrap things up here tonight. And uh, we'll uh, pick up a few messages going into uh, Cincinnati Reds baseball. But uh, we thank you for joining us this evening on our high school sports report on ESPN 680. For Matt Dennison, Greg Bell saying good evening.